the first interaction that uh, Christopher Columbus had with any Indian on this hemisphere was with the Taino Nation. And, you know, both sides of my family have Taino blood in them, and I consider myself and I say that I'm a Boricua before I will say that I'm a Puerto Rican. One of the main drivers that got me out here was to see and learn um, what a culture looks like when it maintains its language and maintains its tradition. And coming from where I come from, I know that that's been erased. My aunt took me scuba diving my first summer in Puerto Rico. Man, changed my whole life. The way that I viewed the, this earth changed. It became real, it became a playground. Scuba diving to me is what opened my eyes to, to the earth. I went to the Navy, I wanted to travel. I was searching for, you know, more. I needed to, to experience, I needed to meet people. I needed to learn new languages. I loved the ocean, so it was an easy decision for me. And I got a lot of it. I was a firefighter. Fires that I actually combated on my ship. Toxic gas leak on the USS Cowpens. Um, during a typhoon, carrying around a pump going downstairs. Took it right out of my shoulder, um, which was the reason why I've had four surgeries in my shoulder. Last year, I connected to over 5,000 veterans and taught them the benefits of cannabis versus all the medications that are being given to them. And I mean, I was, I'm one of them, you know, and gave many of those veterans access to free medical cannabis. That's my, my greatest accomplishments. But I think here in Standing Rock, I think we could stand here and make a movement here. I think this is the start of something, but I also thought the same thing about Occupy Wall Street when I went there um, three months after I got out of the Navy. Occupy Wall Street, for me at the time, it seemed like they had a lot of ideas and it was very inclusive, everybody was talking, and there were lawyers that were popping up talking about you know current laws and this, that, and the other thing. And at the end of the day, it literally fucking snowed. And people left the park. The police came in that night, they bundled everything up and they blocked the park, nobody came back. And this movement is a part of that. It's part of the awakening of the masses. And the threat is significant enough to bring these nations together like what, like what we're witnessing right now. I, there was a need, there was a deep desire for unity and, and, and people wanting to stand up and stand together. It's very primitive, actually. And I get kind of emotional about it because like, we do live in our children's past and this is what we're doing. According to their own prophecy, it was gonna be you know, four corners coming together to, to fulfill the prophecy of cutting you know, the head off of this black snake. And you know, I, I believe personally that there needs to be alliances what I would like to see are flags of hundreds of different organization, activist groups, Black Lives Matters to Greenpeace. And I know that there's so many people with so many great, bright ideas. And if we can bring them together and have an emphasis and a focus on working together to figure out solutions, what's going to stop it is a law that it make it against the law to go under our rivers, conserve all of our rivers right now. That's, that's going to stop them you know, protecting land, conservation acts, to campaign finance reform can come out of this place right here. I believe that. I'm waiting. I want to see what's going to happen.
one of the people that inspire me is Gandhi. Um, and I think that, you know, we all need to sit. It's going to be driven by love and compassion and all of the races will come together to stand up against these individuals. We're talking about individuals here. You know, maybe a couple thousand individuals with this type of power. You know, we need to stand up against those people. Um, we need to stop their projects like this. Take away their money. <laughs>